0: magazines album of the year 2020 countdown continues with the great Ebony Butler, uh, Ebony of the mini metal mixtapes WKDU in Philadelphia, Gimme Metal, all kinds of things. Ghost Cult staffer in the past. Ebony, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Keith, for having me on. This is really cool. I'm excited about this.
0: Yeah, awesome. I'm I'm excited too. So glad to have you helping out on this and contributing. Uh, Always been a fan of your words when they've appeared on Ghost Coal. Always a fan of your radio shows. And so I figured at least most of these bands you might have a take on that will lend something to this countdown as we wend our way all the way from 75 to number one. Probably too ambitious for any other website, (laughs) but we are not like any other website. And we are going to focus on 20 to 11 in this dumpster fire dumpster fire year but at least we've had some great music and some of the greatest music is on this list here that you and i are going to talk about
1: Mm -hmm. i'm excited
0: and i am definitely i will mispronounce at least two of these names (laughs) starting with number 20 one of my favorite bands and and uh for sure one of my favorite bands and certainly one of my favorite bands uh, with an album out this year, The Ocean or The Ocean Collective. I don't know which one they prefer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Phanerozoic 2, which is the part two of their Phanerozoic 1 and 2 series Mm -hmm. of the last few years. Uh, Post-metal band, always interesting. Robin, who is their sort of leader, uh, is a marine biologist by trade when he's not making awesome post-metal riffs and songs. And so all of his stuff is usually about science and the ocean and the planet and climate change. And they're brilliant geniuses. We gave one of our very few 10 of 10s to this record. I had this record higher in my personal top 10, but uh, certainly an awesome record. Let me know your thoughts on the ocean and this record.
1: So I'm also a huge fan of the ocean. They are rated much higher in my personal album of the year list. Um, They're just like pretty much everything I want in a metal band. If you, if I were to talk about what is the metal that Ebony likes, this is exactly the kind of metal I go for. Progressive metal really just all about concepts. I originally got turned on to the ocean back in like 2010. I was like an I was kind of like a side, a sideline fan. And then when they released uh, Pelagio, which is like my favorite album ever, uh, you mentioned Robin is a marine biologist, and this album was all about like different uh ocean depth zones so that was like super cool i feel like i'm always learning something too when i listen to the ocean i'm like i didn't know anything about ocean depth zones now i do now if i'm listening to that album <laughs> um and that's the same case for this uh phanerozoic too and um learning about the background and the concept of this album it's basically off of the phanerozoic era which is like the period to have said the life that life forms really thrived and were created so the Phanerozoic one was the first phase um i'm not even going to try to pronounce any of these phases because i'm totally going to ride out the fact that i pronounced that one correctly um but part two is like basically the continuation obviously of the other eras and other species like the mammals uh, really really thrived in that final stage which was like Mezoic, I believe. Uh, anyway, it's really cool. I love them so much. I love their instrumentation, their progression, and it just makes music so interesting. And it's just so well-polished. It's just really great stuff. And like I said, it's higher for me, um, but I'm glad I'm able to talk about it on, on this one, on this podcast. So pretty cool.
0: <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Pelagic is also a 10 of 10 perfect album for me. And the fact mm-hmm. that they were even able to get close to it And compete, you know, just, you know, top their, equal or top their best work is fantastic. A great band. Um, Rolling along with number 19, Napalm Death, always a classic, always an interesting new record from them every every few years. Throws of Joy and the Jaws of Defeat, the very wordy title, the second wordiest title of this Segment of the countdown, you know, you know what you're getting with Napalm Death. Not quite the classic grindcore, but kind of death metally grindcore now. And uh, brilliant lyrics by Barney Greenway, always topical, always angry always sort of bringing the fire uh, with intent. You know, um, I know there was a lot of talk about Mitch Harris and what his involvement was. He's certainly still part of the band. He's still writing. Maybe, you know, he may not be on tour with them. Oh, no, there are no touring right now. Is no touring. But mm-hmm. uh, always a good time to have one of the leaders of metal put a record out in any good year. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. I, I'm not the, like, a very seasoned Napalm Death fan I'll say um I but this album definitely made me go back to really really learn about this band they're they're veterans they've been around since 1980s 1980s so um to know that they're still pull it, putting out quality music quality like in terms of this, this album specifically is like super super solid death almost punky music punky sounds like a weird word punk i'll say that instead (laughs) um solid death metal punk vibes throughout this entire album so consistent and yeah like i said it made me want to go back and explore their earlier name napalm death and it's just so cool when when bands are just so solid uh in their like long career just continue to be so solid and and putting out really really great stuff so yeah
0: Indeed. And we got kind of robbed since uh, Decibel Metal and Beer Fest didn't happen this year. We got robbed because they were going to play some of their classic albums front to back at that as a headliner. And we got we got unfortunately robbed by the pandemic. And wow, wow, wow. There's a lot of people suffering and there's worse things than missing a festival or a tour. But I was looking forward to that. But hopefully we get it back next year and uh, get those guys back out on the road. Mm -hmm. Number 18 is one of the mild surprises of the top 20 for me, although I love the record, but I thought it was surprising how high it wound up in the voting. Again, what does the voting mean anyway? It's just great that we're getting to talk about these things and consider them. Wino, he of the great St. Vitus and the obsessed... Forever Gone, his sort of unplugged record out on Ripple Music, the great Ripple Music of Stoner Doom bands. And, you know, it's a fantastic record. It's kind of like his Wino Unplugged. He's done a lot of tours for years and years where he just show up with the guitar and play some versions of his stuff or some originals. But he really wrote a very thoughtful and deep, chill record, a chill Stoner Doom record. Very cool.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say also I was very surprised by seeing a Wino's album um this high, but it is a very, very solid record. I mean, it's not really metal singer singer songwriter, but I totally get why Wino's here and like you mentioned he was obsessed and St Vitus super, super classic doom metal bands um, I actually saw wino during one of his tours where it's just literally him and him and the guitar and it was funny because like I did I didn't really know it's just gonna be him and and the guitar I thought <laughs> it was gonna be a full band um, but it was a pleasant surprise um, how much I enjoyed it um, and these are very very thoughtful and like super super. Just really, really plug on your heartstrings when you <laughs> listen to this song, this uh, this album. Um, it's very naked. It's very unplugged, like you said. And yeah, it's just listen to a man and his guitar telling you about his life. That's pretty much it. And it's it's great stuff. I've always been into singer-songwriter stuff. So even though I was expecting something else, um, I was really, really happy with this uh, record by, by YNA Forever Gone
0: word i can't i can't uh disagree with that at all that's fantastic number 17 is a record that i have much higher on my also also on my personal list much higher being a very thrash and hardcore-y type of person this is the mr bungle comeback album not the mr bungle album mr bungle fans wanted but the raging wrath of the easter bunny demo Owing back to their original roots as sort of a hardcore, a little bit of death metal, a little bit of thrash, Bay Area thrash band that definitely evolved and changed by the time they got to make full albums. And uh, this album includes Mike Patton and Trace Bruins and Trevor Dunn, original Bungle guys, and then, of course, Scott Ian and Dave Lobardo, thrash metal legends. Uh, I love this record. I love everything about it. I know that actual Bungle purists don't like this record. So I think it's kind of, this is going to be like a critical darling and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sure it'll do commercially well to, you know, considering underground metal, but just very interesting record for an interesting year.
1: Yeah. I actually was not familiar with Mr. Bungle. I've heard of them, but before you asked me to be on the podcast, I haven't listened. Haven't like heard really heard of them. I listen to them, Um, but I did take a listen to this album. Um, And as a person who has never doesn't know the history of Mr. Bungle, (laughs) it's a great record. It's solid. It's like it's hard. It's just it's really great. It's it's like almost kind of like a thrashy, even some punk in there. And those are my vibes as well. So as a very not a knowledgeable mr bungle fan like someone coming to them and this is a record i'm listening to it's solid and i totally understand why it's uh number 17 <laughs>
0: Right on, right on. And then a band that if there was like an MVP voting, like in sports, this band might be like the MVP of metal for the year, which is Code Orange, just on everything they have done, uh, Mm -hmm. especially their live streams. But their record underneath came out right as the pandemic hit. And it is like a very pandemic era record. And I think it will be remembered as such. I was worried just kind of generally as an editor for Ghost Cult that maybe records that came out before the pandemic were gonna get forgotten, but I was pleased that some of the things were, you know, sort of remembered and voted on and respected. And this is one of those records, different record for them. They evolve and change with every record, Code Orange, a lot of new metal influence in their hardcore on this record. And they've continued to, you know, explore and expand what they do. They've built up this very rabid fan base. that seems to go with them wherever they go. So that's the mark of a very cool and worthy band, you know, worthy of your attention.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, For me, I definitely wasn't really into this particular album. Um, I do understand they're always growing and evolving. Um, I would definitely love Forever back in 2017. That was really my vibe. They really captured what I loved about hardcore and every like all the dark aspects, all of the uh, kind of the cold aspects of hardcore. Um, But this Them going into the new metal direction kind of lost me a bit. Um, I'm glad that it's not for, not Forgotten album because they are a really, really great band. Um, but this album was not for me.
0: Fair enough. And that's going to be the case sometimes. You're going to get mm-hmm. a band an album by a band you like that just doesn't sit with you or just not your thing or I like the last one better. There's a lot of those on this list. So <laughs> it's all good. And uh, I'm sure whatever... You know, perhaps what they do next will capture you again, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Um, What I do know is they will never make the same record twice, probably ever again, and they never really have. But (laughs) after three kind of out of the box choices by our staff. There's the few very predictable ones. So Paradise Lost at 15 with Obsidian, you know, the classic gothic metal band, sometimes industrial. Now they're really in this doom zone, the last bunch of records, uh, really resonating with me, a big doom and heavy metal and stoner doom fan. That's, that's also still a little gothy and a very gloomy record. And, um, you know, Obsidian, very uh, apropos name. And, uh, you know, just another great record. It's great to hear this voice. Great to hear Nick Holmes' you know, in his pocket as a singer and uh, great riffs and uh, just excellent stuff. I expected this to be probably a little higher on the list, but glad it still made the list at all.
1: Yeah, I definitely am with you there. Um, although I have not been with Paradise Lost uh, for long, for like as long as many other fans. I know they've been around for a long time, I believe also since the 80s. Um, this album was very, very memorable, I remember listening to it when it dropped and I was instantly there's so much metal it's hard to even like say oh I listened to this album so many times like a lot of times for me these days is like oh I listened to it like five times (laughs) um but this is a very memorable album um just super solid polished doom and you can never go wrong with that and uh, yeah great stuff
0: Indeed. And I feel like Paradise Lost, especially in this late era, is a band that will appeal to beyond their own fan base. Like if you like just Dirty Stoner Doom or Psychedelic Doom or all the flavors Mm -hmm. of Doom Metal, I think Fans of Sleep will like this album. I think Fans of Yob will like this album. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, all the flavors. uh, You can appreciate what they put down here. So good stuff Uh, for 14. We have an album I had way higher on my personal list. I love this record. This is the great Finnish maniacs, Oransi Pazuzu, and I'm going to butcher this, but star (laughs) in Kinsey or the Master's Claw. I don't speak Finnish, or any other language, well, including English, but this is a fantastic record, psychedelic, avant-garde, black metal. I've been following this band their whole career. This record is incredible. I can't I don't have enough words to really just gush about how awesome it is uh, turn your lights out put this record on and just close your eyes and just feel this thing it's awesome
1: yeah like this is definitely on my higher on my personal list um I don't know how to pronounce any of the songs either I would give you like recommendations of tracks that I love but I'm not going to butcher your finish <laughs> um but yeah psychedelic black metal it's uh I'm personally, I don't really like black metal, but this is like, this is like a fusion. It's an exception, major exception. They make everything so interesting and trippy. And cer- like, certainly with this album, it's almost tribal at times. It's just, yeah, it keeps your mind like so focused. So yeah, like Keith said, go turn off the lights, headphones, listen to this and experience the journey. But yeah, this is great stuff. I love that this album is number 14.
0: Definitely, and another, in a weirdly, right after this, in a similar vein of a journey of a musical experience, if I was a fight announcer in sports, I would be like, the heaviest band in the world, <laughs> Primitive Man, Denver's Primitive Man is the heaviest band maybe ever, but certainly this year, Immersion is their new album, incredible album, great band, great people, really lifting up this whole genre in this time and really an album for these times and a, another one that's higher on my personal list, but uh, certainly worthy and worthy of your time. Probably not for everybody. You have to really like this dank heaviness, but if you, but if you do, it's rewarding.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not for everyone. I was going to say you have to be in like the right mood. I have to be in the right mood to, for a primitive man. There is a certain protocol for prim- primitive man. <laughs> um, you just, it's like, Open up, opening up your dark soul and letting it all in that's how you have to ex- experience primitive man um it's super super distortion heavy like Keith said probably the heaviest band in metal right now um even <laughs> even the uh, vocalist he's like I know we're not for every- everyone and that's cool I have friends that told me that they don't like my band. I'm cool with that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but it, it is an absolutely fantastic record version. It's uh, the title track is my favorite uh, personally, and um, yeah, if you're into like super super cold uh, doom, and I always I always like to say it sounds like machines making music. It's very stone cold and almost not even not you, you won't be able to catch all that's going on there is music there i promise you it's not just noise but i like to describe it as machines making music
0: yes kind of like a jet engine taking off on repeat but <laughs> awesome and yeah. uh i will also say if primitive man is not for you check out ethan the lead singer's side project many blessings which also had a release this year which is a lot more chill and different <laughs> uh As we wind wind our way through this list, we're almost done in our segment here. Uh, The weird, odd choice that popped up here at number 12, not that it's odd, but just odd in this list of bands, ACDC's comeback album Power Up on Columbia Records. Uh, Not a lot to add to the fact that ACDC is around for 50 years. You know, obviously it went through a lot of turmoil. Malcolm Young passed away, rest in peace. I never saw the band with Malcolm, which is going to be a regret of mine. Um, mm-hmm. They've come back. It's a very strong record for them. ACDC is kind of like the diner food breakfast of all of rock. They don't really change, <laughs> but that's what you go there for. A plate of eggs and toast and and some kind of something else. And that's what you get with them. They're great. I was I think the like the Aussie record at the start of the year, people were just so surprised it was so strong start to finish. I think that's why it got so many votes in our list. It was not that high personally on my list, but I did enjoy the record. And I understand why You know, I'm, I'm thrilled for them that there's a lot of hype around the band. It definitely could have not gone their way. And, uh, you know, to overcome kind of tragedy of losing a family member and continuing your band, a legacy band, it's good to have them back.
1: Yeah, um, I don't have much to say about this album, personally. Um, I've honestly never listened to it before preparing for this podcast. But they just sound like ACBC, like they're straight up rock and roll. Um, if you're an AD- ACDC fan, I totally understand why this rated high. It's literally, they're doing their thing. They're doing what they're good at, just like he said diner food eggs and toast you get you get what you pay for there's no deviation from it and it's solid it's feel good rock and roll and you can't ask for anything more than that
0: yeah if it's their last record that's a good note to go out on we'll see if they can you know what the future brings these guys are all these veteran classic rock bands are getting up there in age and Mm -hmm. losing like two years of their livelihood and their life can't be good um and as we wind down this 10 albums uh, that I am so fortunate to review with you. Number 11 in our staff poll uh, falls to Silosis, the comeback record uh, from that band, Cycle of Suffering, which came out right at the start of the year, which I'm really pleased. Again, as I said, I was a little concerned that maybe some of these early year albums would not make it to our list, but this one did. Uh, I, I don't know if you are familiar or for those not familiar, Josh Middleton, who is the sort of, leader of the band, ended up joining Architects, replacing a member that passed away. So he's been very busy with them. They are one of the biggest bands in the world and have a highly anticipated record in metalcore coming out next year. But he was able to kind of put together a new Sylasis record finally over time and put it out this year. It's awesome. I did actually get some votes for number one from some of our staff, which is surprising and Mm -hmm. also cool.
1: Yeah, this one is definitely in my top 10. Um, I'm so happy this was not forgotten to you. I remember checking checking this out back in February and just being absolutely blown away by just the quality. It's really, really great metalcore. Um, And the instrumentation is definitely complex at most of the time, but I just love how it bounces between simplicity and um, complexity. And yeah, like I said, this is this is high for me. I'm so happy that they were able to put out another album. Um and yeah, I didn't know they were I didn't know that the, um the band, the architects had a member from Silasis. That's a fun fact. So I'll have to check them out more. I know I don't really listen to them a lot, but I'll have to check them out a little more.
0: Yeah, they're great live and uh you know probably one of the top bands in that genre and i'm kind of secretly hoping that fans of architects are gonna have checked hopefully checked out this album and bought it and you know appreciated that that their gain of a member took away from this guy's like project that it was his band you know he's the leader of this Mm -hmm. band and founder of this band so i think it's i hope it pays off and i hope it helps him you know in a sort of weird symbiotic relationship and uh, yeah, what, a, what, a, what a, a year for music. And uh, even with ACDC and Wino being like kind of head scratchers a little bit, not because they're on the list at all, but just in those areas, mm-hmm. if you're counting like a countdown, uh, definitely good to have some surprises and not be bored or, oh, this is typical, I expected all of this. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and- As always, Ebony, it is just a gift to talk about music with you. You're one of my favorite people in the scene. Uh, Even if we never worked together, I was a fan. And so just having (laughs) having to have you come back and do this podcast with us, I'm super grateful. And I hope everybody listening will tune back in tomorrow to hear the final 10 countdown of our album of the year list.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been super fun. I love to be involved uh, with this kind of stuff. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.